Swift action by pupils will help at-risk birds. Article by Elizabeth Lee. A group of teenagers in Burris Vocational School have just studied, designed and created boxes that will help the much-diminished swift population to nest and grow. TY's Olin MacDonald, Owen Coleman, Kieran Harris and David Doyle all took part in a biology module called The Migration of Birds, which was run by biology teacher Bernie Atkinson. The boys were asked to look at what could be done to help swifts establish nests here in Ireland because their traditional habitats are under threat. They started by researching the fast-flying birds and came up with a design for a breeding box. The prototype was made under the careful guidance of woodwork teacher Morris Buckley. They all had great fun making these swift bird boxes and learned lots of interesting facts along the way, including the difficulty that the swifts have in finding a place to nest due to loss of habitat and other hazards on their journey from Africa to Ireland each summer. The group hopes to make more swift boxes in the next academic year and place them at the gable end of the walls of the school to help increase the number of swifts in the locality. Samaritan's 24-hour walk will highlight vital service. Article by Suzanne Pender. In the middle of the night, it could be your friend, family member or you who urgently need someone to listen so they can talk. And the Samaritan's helpline 116123 is more crucial now than ever. Over 24 hours from Friday to Saturday the 23rd to the 24th of July, Carlo Samaritans will walk from Carlo to Kilkenny along the waterways of the River Barrow and River Nore to highlight their vital 24-7 service and raise important funds to sustain this important service. This fundraising Listening Way walk will begin in Carlo Town on the morning of the 23rd of July and follow the Barrow Way to Gregnamana, where the participants will join the South Leinster Way to Thomastown and join the Nore Valley at Bennett's Bridge finishing at the parade in Kilkenny City on Saturday the 24th of July at approximately 2 to 3 p.m. Participants will walk through the night and aim to have people join them at different stages. The Carlo Kilkenny Samaritans is a voluntary run service and therefore is appealing to the public to support it in whatever way they can. It costs the branch just five euro an hour to stay open, so every single donation really does count. To help, please go to idonate.ie forward slash Kilkenny Samaritans. Three local groups to share Tesco fund. Article by Suzanne Pender. Tesco Ireland has announced the latest round of donations from its community fund with €1,333 to be split among three causes in Carlow. St Anne's LGFA, Tullo RFC and Palatine GAA are among the groups in Carlo which will receive donations from local stores in the latest round of funding. Every eight weeks, each Tesco store donates up to €1,000 which is shared between three local causes in its community. Anyone can nominate a community group or good cause via the Tesco website. Godfrey's Gospel according to Michael Godfrey I'll never understand politics or football. Last weekend, I had the pleasure of being completely perplexed by the by-election in Dublin and the Euro 2020 football final. When I say I don't understand, don't take me for a complete moron, even though I know that's exactly what some people think. 
What I mean to say is that while I understand the rules of both very well, it never ceases to amaze me how fickle the fans can be. We all know that Fianna Foyle are languishing in the polls and Fine Gael are not doing much better. But that's only to be expected. After all, those in power actually have to do something, while the opposition have carte blanche to take pot shots at an open goal, so to speak. It's very easy to promise everything when you have to deliver nothing. When the pandemic first started, everyone in the Dáil, including Fianna Fáil, was afraid to take pot shots at the Fine Gael government. This was unknown territory, and the usual rantings and demands by opposition parties could have resulted in an untold number of deaths, and nobody wanted that. So, while the government of the day, even though it was acting in a temporary capacity, remember, got on with doing the job, everyone else tried to figure out how they could remain relevant. In other words, give out and complain, because that's what opposition parties do. Eventually, they found their feet, and today everything is questioned and analysed to the nth degree, not that it makes much difference to the eventual outcome. So along comes the by-election, and as with all by-elections, this was an opportunity for everyone to stick it, so to speak, to whoever is in government, which is exactly what the good people of Dublin Bay South did. Not too long ago, everyone was talking about the near annihilation of Labour, yet here was their candidate romping home with more than 30% of the vote. Fianna Fáil, as we all knew they would, did atrociously, coming in with less than 5% of the vote. So immediately afterwards, you have everyone, including some within his own party, calling for Micheál Martin's head. But that's politics, and unless you are winning all of the time, no one wants to know you. Funnily enough, a few top contenders who might fancy the top job have kept quiet and don't seem too interested in taking on their leader. Perhaps they remember Enda Kenny and how he dealt with a push against him. On to the soccer. For all of last week, there was programme after programme about whether we should or would or wouldn't support the old enemy as they went in search of European glory. I couldn't understand it. From every August to April, all I ever hear is, we did this or we won that. Just in case you didn't know, the we is a soccer team in the UK made up of players from all over the world, some either directly or indirectly associated with Ireland. By the way, the same goes for the English national team. Don't scratch too deep, because if you do, you'll find that they have Irish ancestry. Some have even put on the green jersey in the past. Yet here we were, carrying on a debate which lasted longer than the actual final, and in many respects was equally as boring as the match itself. Ronnie Whelan summed it up nicely when he pleaded with someone with either the skill or determination to take the game by the scruff of the neck and win it. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. In the end, the spoils went to the Italians, while the spoils from the by-election went to Labour. But will either event change anything for you or me? Definitely not. When the next general election comes around, it'll be interesting to see who will grab that by the scruff of the neck and win it. Sadly, I don't see that happening for the Irish soccer team, but who knows? Maybe we can dream, just like all of England did last week. <laughs>